We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 57 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. One year in. Hey, everybody. This is Kendra. And this is Josh. Did I uh, catch you off guard? You did. You did. That's not how we normally do it, but that's fine. Keeping everybody on their toes. That's what I do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what do we want to talk about today? That we are less than two weeks away from one year on a boat. One year on a boat. During a pandemic. Right. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. <laughs> this is this is really cool, um, mainly because anniversaries are kind of fun. Um, but also, we started this adventure heading into bad weather. Like, we, we got into mm. living like on a boat. Like, not romantic. <laughs> right, like not right. the romantic moving onto a boat. <laughs> right. We didn't have great weather to start off with, beautiful sunsets. We started off with just rain and rain hey. and we're he- no not in a bat I, I, love, I love the rain <laughs> I was, well i was gonna say i like fall <laughs> right um but we're about to head right back into it starting our second year and so we I started figured, to panic <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna lie let's not sugarcoat this <laughs> well who, just you you're the only one that was yeah, panicking i'm panicking well we moved back into the garage yeah so let's let's go back and Let's do a recap. Let's do a kind of a year in review. Romantic day one. Right. <laughs> bringing her home. Oh, the bliss. <laughs> oh, yes. We brought this boat in from the Ballard Locks. It's like when you first get married and you're just like so in love and nothing else matters. Then two weeks in, he snores and it bugs you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, but that's me. That's <laughs> ah, okay. I just roll you over. Mm. We can't roll the boat over, though. That would be bad. No. Um, but the, uh, the first few things that, that we encountered just really early in our podcast. Oh, what, the, like, yeah. Those the, are the, some fun years. We should go back and listen to those. <laughs> the high water like alarm years. going off in the first. Running uh, out of water in the shower. <laughs> right. That happened to me three times. Twice power nobody was home. constantly popping off. Yep. Tripping the power, not realizing what 30 amps really means. We, uh, yeah, we really went through some stuff. We knew nothing. But we took it in stride because that's the kind of people we are, right? Adventure comes oh, our yeah, way, challenging things come, we figure it out. It wasn't like it was a deal breaker or a... Would have been too have, late to we, be a deal breaker. Well, just, you know, we didn't say, oh, what have we done? We haven't done that. No, correct. So that's good. That's positive. That's very positive. <laughs> um, so, you know, figuring some things out, we figured out a lot of wiring, figured out a lot of plumbing. Um, our kids just... Jump up and switch tanks when the water runs out. Yeah. It's no longer a stress at all. It's just part of yep. the day today. And they've learned how to deal with breakers popping and that sort of thing. Yep. Um, they. I don't feel like they're fully uh, equipped on the instruments when they're underway yet. Like they don't know enough about boating um, for me to feel like they've gotten that part figured out yet. Sure. I guess so. And neither do you, though. They're really good <laughs> at, you know... Helping with the lines and stuff when we're docking. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, but as we learned from the time that I had the kidney stone, 
that um, I don't have None a fully... None of us know how to pilot. Right. I don't have a fully capable crew quite yet, but we're working on that. <laughs> yeah, from the boathouse where we sit and don't move. <laughs> yeah, and so that's the thing we're heading into. But this is actually, I think, the longest stint that we've kept the boat in the boathouse for a while. We've been in for two weeks now. It's probably May. Huh? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. S- yeah. Since May, since we've been like taking May, the boat out a ton. We've been right. taking out the boat at least every week. Right. And we've been in the boathouse over two weeks. Yeah. But it's because I have a job now that I'm going back to for as long as COVID allows. We also for were us going go through back. the great Pacific Northwest smoke out. Due to all the wildfires right, in so California. Right, so you couldn't see. It was worse than worse fog. Worse than fog, yeah. So no reason to take the boat out. And then our oldest, Hayden, got a job. Right. She works at a fast food restaurant, which now means her schedule uh, dictates some stuff. And a so, And then we need Wi-Fi because school started. Right. So. So we've headed into the season of being on the boat more than... I don't mean on the boat. We're always on the boat. But being in the boathouse longer than... We'd like to be. So I panicked. <laughs> How I bad went, was the panic two weeks ago, Kendra? I went into full-on panic. Uh, it might... I think part of... Not the problem, but I work for a builder. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to all these houses and, like, I'm not going to lie. That toilet looks really nice right now because, you know, toilet paper can go in it and all. And it just <laughs> flushes away. Um... And so between seeing houses and the that fight fight or flight or whatever that I get <laughs> that we we're gonna be in a boathouse for another winter, meaning no windows. Um, yeah, I kind of said maybe we should move off the boat. <laughs> yeah, and I was not happy. Um, our I actually, kids were, our kids are happy. Well, half of them. Hayden was the same as me, though. She was like, what? What? Again? Okay. So, um, so it was... It, I mean, obviously, we're talking now as though we're not flying away. Because we're not moving off the boat, everybody. Because we're not everybody. moving off the boat. <laughs> um, and you did have a moment there. I did have a moment. I did. But then, shortly after the moment passed, I uh, sat on my back deck... Here on the boat and had my morning coffee and the seals were popping up and my little seagull friends stopped by and it was so gorgeous that we took the paddle boards down and I went paddle boarding and I told you punch me in the face the next time I say let's move off the boat. And I will not actually hold you to that <laughs> because Good. that would be terrible but um, I am glad that you got that out of your system and that we are still living on a boat with no plans to get off. No but we do have plans. What are those plans? I'm giving you the eyes, but nobody knows that I'm giving you the eyes. What are you talking about? We've talked about expanding the boathouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, in that two, in this last two weeks, what we, you know, kind of went back and forth was my panic of being in the boathouse and no windows. So then we decided to ask the club if there was an open slip for our boat size and maybe we spend the winter not in a boathouse right there is a slip but then we got back to the boathouse i looked all around at all of our stuff and realized five 
people of a boat this size can't live on the boat without the boathouse. <laughs> we do keep a lot of food in the boathouse. We keep all Rainy of our coats, coats and shoes, umbrellas, um, some of my projects, extra dog stuff, extra school supplies. Right. We would need a much extra bigger boat. Clothes. Right. And um, I don't want a much bigger boat. Right. We do like our boat layout. We do like the size. So the boathouse it is. Mm-hmm. But maybe expanding the boathouse, giving us a little bit more living room space, um, kind of for school and work purposes. That right? wouldn't really resolve your need to, to view outside, though. It doesn't no, change the view at all. not a lot. Although I'd put in a window. <laughs> okay. Um, I know it's one window and it faces the wrong direction, sort of. I don't know. It may make me feel like I can see outside. <laughs> um, but I feel like just giving us a little bit more space. I mean, right now we're doing several Zoom calls, all within close range of each other. You know, you bring that up, but you're, you, with you going to work. Yeah, you, I'm not here. You never I'm, see I'm that. It's just me. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm not here right now. I could work from home if, you know, it came down to it. Sure. But right now I'm not working from home. I'm spending pretty much most of the day off the boat. Right. You've become Mr. Mom who works from home. I don't know. Right. Right. That sounded sexist. <laughs> <laughs> so I have been at home uh, while you've been away. And, you know, to be honest, the kids really find their own spaces. Morgan likes to be up here in the pilot house. Hayden likes to work from her room because she has a desk in there. And then uh, Charlie takes the galley. Or I'm not the galley. Charlie takes the salon. Um, and it really doesn't a problem. I can go anywhere. It's not really a problem. Well, I, I'm home on Fridays. And I felt like it was a big problem on Friday. So <laughs> Is it because you kept showing up on their cameras? <laughs> um, Yes. So, And then, you know, I was like, oh, I'll vacuum because I'm home. I can't <laughs> vacuum. They're in class. I didn't know what to do with myself because I can't make any noise. So there's that. Hmm. It's all good. You know, 2020. We'll get it figured out. (laughs) So we've been just going back and forth. But in the end, we settled on let's keep doing this boat thing. We do love it. We do. And the only thing is getting... Toilet paper, not in the toilet at all. (laughs) Right. (laughs) One of these days, I want to replace the head in our... In our bathroom. That, it still won't help with the toilet it, no, paper. No, it won't. It won't. <laughs> um, so the only thing getting in the way of uh, a boathouse expansion, and I did already email them, by the way, because you asked me to email them Thank just you. to get a bid on it, is uh, the fact that I don't yet have another job lined up. It's all good. <laughs> as, we, <laughs> as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, my job status is going to change here um, in the next 50 days. Uh, and so I've been actively looking for other things, but if I don't find anything, then we certainly don't want to, you know, tap into our savings to, no, to add my, on to the boathouse. I don't think my salary and Hayden's salary cuts it, so we yeah, make be, less than you. <laughs> right, right. It'd be pretty weird to ask the uh, the 16-year-old for, for money to help with the boathouse. Um, but I, I am confident that I'll get something. Because you're amazing. No, no, well, thank you. Um, it's not so much that... I think you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I think you're amazing. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm confident that I'll get something. I just think that things have changed to where I don't know if I'll get another gig that pays what I currently make. Right. And I think that 
uh, emotionally, that's kind of a weird place to, to go, be. Kind of feel like you're going backwards. To feel like I'm going backwards. I, yeah. yeah, my my role has been so specialized that the only way for me to kind of get back to where I am is to wind back, learn some new skill, and then spend a bunch of years becoming an expert at that. I think the lesson is, and I told this to somebody else the other day, is when you feel like, not cocky, I don't think we were cocky, but we had been saying from the beginning, like, you know, your industry, no one's going to touch it. Your job, your job Recession security, proof, everything, yeah. Right. It's just, it's, it's not even an issue where, you know, your job is super secure and just a reminder that nothing is secure, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's been kind of our lesson. Yeah. And then, you know, talking to some other friends who are kind of in a similar boat, you know, a lot of people that have been in the, uh, I guess either sales or sales management gig are kind of in this weird spot where, um, it's it's weird to go from feeling like you're kind of untouchable in the industry right. to, huh, well, <laughs> I guess I'll do something different then. Um, but again, going into a different industry entirely, not sure what I want to do quite yet. I've, I've put a bunch of feelers out in completely random directions. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see where life takes me. Actually, but you have to go backwards kind of. To right, step right. out of your field because you're no longer like the expert. Right, right. So we go backwards a little bit. I'm kind of excited because I have no idea what's going to happen next, but I'll be completely honest. I don't know if I've talked to you about this much. <laughs> oh, good. Um, the last few days, I've kind of been going through all the stages of grief over knowing that I've got this impending job loss. You didn't have to loss. tell me this. I kind of knew. It's okay. I've been trying to be as supportive and just kind of like <laughs> can't tell if I should back off, you know, put my hand on your shoulder. It's okay, honey. You can keep doing that. <laughs> you can always do that. Um, no, it's been a little stressful, um, but I, I think it's it's more not stress because of finances, uh, although eventually that'll become stressful, I suppose. Um, but I think it's more just the, I went from being kind of at the top of my game to realizing not every employer is looking for what I was. Is it like a hit to your ego? I, I think so. Is that kind of the grief? I I the... think so. Hmm. Just kind of like the, the being knocked down to earth kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think every once in a while we need that as human beings. Sure. Beings. Sure. Beings. beings. There we go. <clears throat> well, again, not presently stressed. We've been, I think we mentioned this before, living on a boat, at least our version of living on a boat has been really inexpensive. Um, a, we didn't buy a lemon uh, with a bunch of major repairs needed. Although um, eventually we've heard some stories. We will need to haul out. Sure, sure. Eventually here. Um, we didn't buy a super expensive boat, so we're not over leveraged in debt. Nope. Um, mortgage is fairly inexpensive. All utilities are low. I mean, we're we're in a good spot. Um, we're protected in the boathouse, although it gets me, you know, as far as some claustrophobicness. But I don't know. We're okay. We're good. Yeah. So we'll be fine for a while. And the fact that you're working, I mean, even if I had to pick up a part-time gig here or there, uh, it sounds fun. <laughs> it sounds really fun. I, but at I'm, some point, I'll need to have a, say, a real so job. <laughs> my only concern is that this hits you at an age that's like midlife crisis <laughs> age. <laughs> and I have shared this with some of our friends who ask like, if we're okay, is that I am concerned that you are going to enjoy this too much. Well, and literally, <laughs> actually, you know, take up being an author, or 
some like side gigs and I mean, you've got the long hair going and we've got all these things like Are you saying I'm going to be a bum? I'm going to be a bum. <sighs> That's what you're saying. It's just it like in is, Dick and Jane. It is. If <laughs> we uh <laughs> anyone who has watched the movie Fun with Dick and Jane, you'll you'll understand. If you haven't, go watch it. It's the best movie ever. One of the best movies. It is pretty good. Jim Carrey, Tia Leone. But when you watch it after you've actually been told you don't have a job anymore, it's not as funny. We watched it the other night and I was like, oh, oh this hurts. Oh, this yeah. hurts. This hits too close <laughs> to home. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, if we actually became pirates, then we would be right on track with the movie. We were actually pillaging. Yeah. But we're not going to do that. No. <laughs> the other twist to this whole living on a boat lifestyle and what we've chosen and your job is that we have kids and we have not just like little kids we have teenagers it's a, such a different twist so we have one driver already mm-hmm. you are going to lose your company car so we'll be down ha- to one car we yeah. will have to go get another car between my job and her job and whatever your job is we definitely need at least two cars right so and then our middle child morgan is going to start driver's ed next month and we'll have another driver (laughs) right so it's just different on a boat with i mean it's almost like having a whole bunch of adults because they're starting to do more adult things that wouldn't be different if we weren't on a boat though right Uh, what makes it different about being on a boat I don't know. It feels different. <laughs> I think I think this is one of the situations where this is just normal parenting issues, but we're on a boat. So we're going to start another podcast <laughs> about parenting issues. <laughs> Life with uh, teenagers. Right. Who eat a lot and need cars. Yes. And don't <laughs> clean up after themselves. Yeah. I have nothing left to say on that one. So on the whole me being an author thing, I think we've yes. mentioned I think we've mentioned a few times uh, my my love for writing. Um, I'm gonna put you on the spot. <gasps> do you know what my story is even about? Yes, I do. What you is started it? it like what three years ago? Uh-huh. What's it about? AI. What else? Characters that have personalities like me and the girls. And for sure, I know there's like a Charlie character. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Okay, I guess that's good enough. Listen, I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> so, I don't Kendrick have time does for this not support my <laughs> my author ambitions, my writing ambitions, but it might be because she doesn't know my cool story. Not unless you're writing like the next, you know. Uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Hmm. <laughs> he probably can put his toilet paper in the toilet. <laughs> uh, okay. Be that author, and then we can talk. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, isn't that a thing? Like the starving writer. I mean, that's like a thing. I don't want to be starving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't either. And I want health insurance. <laughs> That is pretty important. Yeah. That is pretty important. I'm kind of sickly. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> other things that have been going on is you had your first day out with Harbor Patrol. Yeah. So that was so, cool. So once a month now, according to the schedule, 
I have a shift out with Harbor Patrol out in Olympia. Volunteer. And it is a volunteer <laughs> position. It does not pay anything. In case you're wondering. <laughs> and no matter how long I do it, if I get promoted to crew and then captain, I still don't get paid to do it. Uh, but it's it was a lot of fun. Um, part of it is, as a boater, becoming more familiar with all the different safety things on how to perform different rescues. Yeah. Since we're terrible in the safety area. <laughs> Not terrible. Eh, um, we could do better. We could do better, yes. Uh, so, A, I'm learning a lot. I think that's, that's part of it. Um, but I think that the idea of being part of a safety organization... It's kind of interesting, you know, with the whole political hubbub surrounding, you know, just opinions on police officers and that sort of thing. It's it's kind of a hot topic thing. Not that thing. kind of podcast. No, no, no. Listen. Oh, okay. The What's interesting is that the Olympia Harbor Patrol used to be connected with the city of Olympia and actually operated under mm. the Olympia Police Department. Yeah, I heard that. Somebody told us that. Yeah, and so it was actually a policing unit, and the primary deal was about enforcement of, of boating rules. Like you could give a ticket? Absolutely. But you can't now. Correct. Correct. Um, at some point, the city of Olympia gave the Harbor Patrol responsibilities to the Port of Olympia. And when they did that, they, they kind of shifted from being police officers to being firefighters, where the main role mm. is about going out and rescuing, going out and providing aid, um, clearing debris. Instead of just pulling people over to give them a ticket. Right. Right. Which means that as a boater, if you, you know, in the past, if you saw the Harbor Patrol boat go by, you might think, oh, shoot, are my tabs up to date? You know, like, oh, you know, it's kind of like the whole feeling when you have right. a cop behind no, you I've, when you're I've, on the road. I've heard stories of people saying the minute you get pulled over, they get permission to come on board. Then you better know all your stuff because they're gonna like question you. That's at least at the Coast Guard level. That's not so much of a Harbor Patrol thing around here, anyway. And I don't, I don't know if it, if it was like that in the past. Um, but well, maybe I'm confused. I'm, I've just been scared that someone's gonna pull us over <laughs> <laughs> because we know nothing. <laughs> Well, Coast Guard can pull you over for different things. Um, they can board your boat and, and ask you all sorts of questions. They'll well, check. now I'm just as nervous. <laughs> I learned nothing. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, the point is... As well, a, what are you doing then? <laughs> as a member of the Olympia Harbor Patrol, uh, we're not going to pull people over and board cool their shirt? boats. I do have a cool shirt. <laughs> I have a cool hat. <laughs> um, I get to wear the bright uh, Harbor Patrol vests. Um, but no, I mean, we are looking for uh, safety issues to help people, not to give people tickets. And it's a completely different feel. Mm. So if you're out anywhere between Olympia and the Tacoma Narrows Bridge and you happen to see the Harbor Patrol boat, they're not there to give someone a ticket or pull someone over. That That's not the, the thing anymore. It is they're out to rescue someone. Someone is in the water, stranded or whatever, and they're out coming to rescue. Hmm. And I... I learned something new today. <laughs> and you know, and again, I mean, to, to your point, this is not that kind of podcast. This is not a pro or, or, or anti-cop right, thing at all. Right. Um, but as a member of the Harbor Patrol, I kind of like the idea of being viewed more like a water firefighter mm. than like a water cop. I mean, it's just, I, 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 I guess I know more firefighters and, and, you know, I used to be an ambulance dispatcher. So that's kind of peripherally my community. Um, it hasn't been for a long time, but I just feel more connected to that. Yeah. That's kind of fun for me. Hmm. Well, it's fun to wave at you as you went by. <laughs> so uh, every shift is a little different, um, but it's always a training shift. And so it's a five-hour stint from noon to five on either a Saturday or a Sunday. 
and uh, we make ourselves available so that if we do have to go out, we can go out and, you know, if, if uh, Harbor Patrol, I'm sorry, if Coast Guard does call us, we'll go out and do a do what we need to do. But, um, you know, we go in, we do our safety checks, you know, check everything on, you know, on the boats. We re- you have to retrain on all the lines, different kind of lines that we tie. Um, and then this, this very first training session was on towing uh, a stranded boat or a, or a down boat, um, both having it towed behind you with a, what's called a long tow and then also towed to the side of you. Um, it's called a short tow. It's called a side toe. <laughs> it's called your pinky toe. <laughs> okay, this is weird. Um, but anyhow, uh, and so we, you know, I learned how to how to rig the lines for that. Um, and then, uh, I mean, nothing really interesting happened on the training. Like like we didn't call get called out for a rescue mission or anything like that. Um, but one of the previous shifts did actually. The girls and I thought about going out and falling off the paddleboard on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> just to give you uh, something to do that would have been fun <laughs> that would have been that would have been fun <laughs> have to plan that one next time yeah that sounds cold so speaking of cold it happened to be a nice day uh i thought we were going to be getting a storm but with us heading into the fall it means that a lot of my future shifts will probably be in less accommodating weather yep which is also fun i you know, I loved summer, you know, and I do love summer, but I was telling one of our kids, I really do like changing seasons, probably because my personality alone, like I need change. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could, I always talk about living in Hawaii or the Bahamas, but I do need change. And the fact that fall is coming and we have just about four seasons here, sort of. Kind of. Kind of. I mean... <laughs> so you're saying you're excited about fall? Yeah. And pumpkin spice everything? Yeah, I've had so much pumpkin spice <laughs> lattes. I'll be like sick of it here soon, maybe. So the only thing that's kind of a bummer, and it's actually probably better, is I do only get a training shift once a week. Like I'm on call all the time. No, but... once a month. Oh, yeah, that's right. I said once a week by accident. Yeah, I'm only on a training shift once a month. And so as I'm talking about going into into rougher weather, I mean, that's literally three day. training days out <laughs> of the season, right? Right. Um, so I guess it's not that big of a deal. But um, I am on call. So if anything does happen, I'm, I happen to be closest to the Harbor Patrol boat. That's the boat, funniest part. <laughs> just based on where we live. <laughs> yeah, like when they tell you, uh, Josh, you might get called a lot. You're the closest. <laughs> Since we live on the water. Right. It's funny. So that is kind of cool, though. Mm-hmm. What else has been happening? Kids started school. Yeah, full, like Hayden's now in, in doing her actual college courses. Which is remote learning. Mm-hmm. Thank you, COVID. Um, which is actually, I was so worried about it. I had so much anxiety about it and I was really dreading it. And it's turned out to be not as bad as I had envisioned. I love it personally. I think it's going great. There are a few hiccups that are just super funny. Some of the hiccups are the teachers who haven't figured out the technology yet. Right. That's an odd one where I'm listening in and I'm listening to the teacher fumble over her machine and not know what buttons to push. And I'm thinking, huh, uh, I feel like you should know the, I, I, I just want to actually help. I, like, I want to like get on the screen and like, no, well, push that button, if, but I can't. And I, and I told you this, if the school asked for any opinions of the parents, I think my only or like a recommendation would be that they should have a room parent. 
I say room mom because that's what, you know, we've always called it as like a volunteer, somebody who's done the background check and is cleared to be able to be with the children to be in the room when the teachers have had technical difficulties and mm-hmm. kids are left alone in a Zoom <laughs> call. <laughs> that's happened. Um, but our kids are getting up like they would for school. They're eating breakfast, getting dressed, doing their makeup. And they're, they're stressing like, out homework, stressing about homework the same way. Right. Everything has <laughs> stayed the same. They are getting to talk to their friends. They're mm-hmm. socializing. The teacher calls on them. And it's the most that they've had like that kind of time. And so, you know, debating what I was going to do and and everybody's chose their own path. So I don't know if there's a right. I don't think there's a right path for every family. This just really, really worked out for our kids. Right. And I'm right. really glad that they are getting this opportunity at least. Yeah. So. I think what's helpful, too, is we have three different students, three different teenagers, you know, two in high school. Well, the one, one of them, the high schooler is also in college, um, but then a middle schooler, and they can actually help each other. I think if we just had one kid um, and they didn't have anyone to ask, it actually might be more challenging. They've helped each other quite a bit. Oh, no. If we had little kids. Oh, that, that too. That too, for sure. That would be harder. We'd be, ha- we would have to have more hands on than we're doing. Right, right. We're not having to do much. We should probably say that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We, we can just leave the boat and just let them do their school it's thing. It's like having them go to school, but they are here. Right. But we don't have to do anything. You know, and I actually feel like it's it's created an environment where they are doing more school work than I think I've ever seen them do before. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the past, they'd have six classes, for example, in a day, and they've changed it to three so, like, for example, today would be like periods one, two, work? and three. Yeah, but then they'd create breaks in between them. And so instead of being in class for 100 minutes, they would, they'd be in class the same amount of time, but then actually be doing homework immediately after the class because there's an assignment, immediately do the homework. And they're and learning the more class. tech. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot more technology. And, um, like, our junior higher had a Google slide presentation to give the class. And I think eventually they do hit some of that, but now they, like, have to. Right. And I'm, you know, I think that there's even second graders. I mean, I don't know how much tech we want a second grader to learn, I guess. But we do live in a technology world. Yeah. So. You know, the only funny thing that happened is our oldest, who's in a, uh, she's in a CAD design class. Uh, for That's college. For college, right. We had to get her a new computer. Like, we had to get her a laptop because the Chromebooks can't handle the CAD software. Um, but she had never used a laptop before. She'd only used a Chromebook. And it, we probably should have helped. Right, right. She's already messed up a couple of things. Um, <laughs> so um, just realizing, oh, yeah, that, that that is new technology to her. But I'm so excited that she's taking a CAD class. Like, I'm so excited. Why? What do you mean, why? Well, I mean, no, why do you, I know why I think so. Why do you think so? Um, Because then she and I can design a house together. I understand the design and she understands, like, you know, she'll understand... The engineering, engineering portion, yeah. Which I kind of do, but not, you know, probably... But, but you, you won't have the stamp like she will, the actual <laughs> yeah. engineering stamp. Yeah. she'll get the stamp. <laughs> it's something I feel like I... Whenever I feel like I can help in an area, I guess, there's not a lot of areas I can help when it comes to school. <laughs> Cat, I can help. <laughs> or at least sort of. Yeah. But what's nice is, again, we're talking about having older kids and... um. Like, I don't remember, was it last Friday, end of day, we decided, you know what, they're good. They've had school, and now, you know, it's dinner time. Kids, fend for yourselves. You're teenagers. 
we're going to go on a date. And we got to go and have a date. Mm -hmm. And just sit and have dinner uninterrupted. Uh, restaurants here are still open. I think we have like, what, 50% capacity. Is, right, right. Which is nice. It's quiet. Mm -hmm. And then after dinner, we decided to uh, go shopping. I was looking for hooks for masks because... Raise your hand if you have masks everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, and which one's clean and which one's mine, and it's just, like, <laughs> gross. And so I've been wanting hooks, and so I'm like, let's go to Home Goods, and I think I can get a couple hooks there, and, and honey, you drive, I've had a margarita, because that happens when we go on a date. So we pull into the parking lot, and, you know, you get out, and I get out. And I stepped down on the ground in my really, really nice favorite leather boots. Mm -hmm. And it's squishy. But I didn't look down right away. I stomped in it. <laughs> and you kept stomping on it. I kept stomping in like it. Like a kid in a puddle. <laughs> a puddle of, of what, Wait, Kendra? Wait, you weren't going to say it. <laughs> so in my brain, while I'm stomping away at this thing, and I'm doing kind of a jig dancing going what is this what is this is it gum is it a diaper who left something in the parking lot until i finally look down as josh is turning the corner to see what i'm like flailing <laughs> about like a crazy person and this podcast would not be the same week to week unless i told you a poop story it was dog poop somebody's <laughs> Somebody did the good thing of picking up their dog's poop in a little plastic baggie and for some weird reason <laughs> left it in the parking lot next to their car. Well, if it was their car, what if somebody decided to put it next to that car? Like, what if they were parked next to it and they that opened the door matter. and put it out? We don't know whose bag the, of poop it was. The point is, in the parking lot was a white bag full of... Of dog poop. That I exploded when, when I stepped on it. And when you stomp on it <laughs> once, it might be fine. But if like a child, without looking, you have to keep stomping and stomping and stomping before you look down. I was trying to down. figure out what I thought it was before looking down. I don't know why. It was like a game. Like, ooh, what is it? You lost. <laughs> and then as I'm standing there going, oh my gosh, and I'm, I'm loud and... Obviously, I'm loud, and I'm saying, it's poop, it's poop. This older woman is walking by, and, you know, we all have masks on, and but she looks over, and she looks down at the ground, and she's just disgusted, and she's more angry than I am, <laughs> which I'm, like, looking at her like, I'm the one with poop all over my leather boots, <laughs> but you're angry? It was kind of funny, and, of course... I'm not one to be mad, and I don't know, maybe if I'd stepped in it once, instead of the whole stomping thing that I did, I might have been mad. But, with the help of a margarita and stomping like a child, I couldn't stop laughing. Well, it was also like a massacre of poop and oh. plastic all over oh, the, I... <laughs> the road there, <laughs> all over the parking lot. I did some kind of jig. Where while I was stomping and kicking, like, poop flicked. I mean, poop was <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> uh. So, if the bag of poop belonged to the car that we were parked next to and they had set it there, when they got back, they were up for, like, I don't think they could get in their car. Because <laughs> I put poop everywhere. <laughs> Which they might think I did on purpose. 
I'm just thinking this through, but I did not do it on purpose. I apparently am just like a child when it comes to things on the ground. Lesson learned. If you step in something and it feels funny... Just stop, right? right? Don't keep don't stomping. Don't keep stomping. <laughs> uh. Anyway, I just had to tell that story because we talk about poop every week and we have to. And that's another poop story. I feel like we didn't talk about poop last time. Like somehow we escaped. Literally, if you were to listen to every episode, and someone can do this, even when we don't talk about poop... We say, hey, look, we didn't talk about poop. Somebody is going to someday write down how many times we've said the word poop. Huh. That's all. Okay. And right now, (laughs) I purposely said it like 20 times. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's just to get your Monday blues washed away. There you go. So other than that, I don't have a lot except... um, As far as stuff that... Has happened so far, right? You mean? So stuff that has happened, um, you know, it's just the day to day and all this emotional roller coaster we've been on, whether we move on or move off or um, get an apartment for extra space, which that ended up being a wash. We've, I mean, we've been to the drawing board. It wasn't a wash; it was a bust. It was a bust. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, you doing job stuff? I mean, we're just kind of all over the board. Every day is a different day, and oh, there's something that I want to do though. Okay. So we went to the laundromat together for the first time in a while because yes. somehow laundry just kept piling up. No. No, no. I know how. I was, I'm going to say somehow between the smoke and the lack of sunshine to dry the clothes. Oh, but I purposely did more laundry knowing we were going to the laundromat for things mm. that are just due, like some blankets and stuff like that. That was, oh, I did forget Hayden's blanket. oops anyhow went to the laundromat and it did uh sort of prompt me to think that you know i don't really enjoy going to the laundromat because you don't want to spend 18 dollars in the laundry because spending 18 (laughs) dollars well that's part of it part of it is that part of it's the inconvenience right like if it's raining especially as we head into rainy season how many times did we walk back from the laundromat, from our car, down the docks, in the rain, with wet, with clothes that we just dried. I bagged it up. No, no, right, right. Again, inconvenient. Yes. Um. So I think my current plan, and we'll still kind of talk through this, <laughs> is we'll we'll wash clothes in the boat. But I think that I'm going to buy a dryer. Whatever a... you want to do, honey. I work. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm the home person now, <laughs> is that what we're saying? Uh-huh. Um, I think then in that case, I'm going to get a gas dryer and I'm going to get an adapter for propane and we'll be able to have actual hot dried clothes on the boat. Well, in the boathouse well, anyway. Say, you mean in the boathouse, the, boat house, the right? boat does not have room, people. No, correct. But we um, have a boathouse, which is like a garage. With a dryer. It, it will be. I guess we're putting... I, I'm a little nervous about it, having more, you know, fuel of some kind um, in a boathouse makes me nervous. Well, I mean, the propane tank Blows right now up. lives on the back of our boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, just it just makes me nervous. That's all. Okay. But yes, it it is it is inconvenient to go to the boat or to the laundromat. It does feel good when we just, you know, we're able to do our own laundry. But in, you know, Pacific Northwest, 
It's not going to dry outside. No. Right now. Not in this weather. As of now, we are done with the outside drying and we... You need something. Need either, yeah, we either need something or we're back to the laundromat. Right. Which is then, you know, once a week laundry. And Hayden works at fast food, which is greasy, stinky food that, you know, needs a wash machine. And we actually been using disposable masks because we don't have a washer and dryer. We don't have the luxury of just washing masks all the time. So that's one of the reasons I've been getting disposable. Yeah. So there is, again, this is the pros and cons list of living on a boat. Right. And I didn't mind doing the laundry in the bucket. Right. I don't mind doing it. No, me neither. It's not a big deal. Especially when I make the girls do it. <laughs> <clears throat> Life lessons. Mm-hmm. Am I right? <laughs> okay. Anyhow. Um, I like being cheesy sometimes. It makes you laugh. <laughs> so at the end of this week, yeah, we will have some visitors. Yes, there will be eight of us on the boat. There will be eight people on the boat in the rain. And we had planned on taking the boat out. Mostly, I wanted to go to the island for two reasons. To have our guests, my family, experience boat life not on the boat. No, no. Not nope, in the boathouse. That is wrong. <laughs> we want to be on the boat, not in the boat house. Because who wants to be like, ooh, I'm on vacation in a garage? Nobody. But the rain is coming. Mm-hmm. Mm. But- and rain's not that big of a deal. Like, I don't mind no. boating in the rain, but we're also, expecting Hayden, some thunderstorms and, and whatnot. And Hayden picked up a shift for the weekend, and I think wind is coming, too. Right. So, that scared me. Um, and, but I want to go to the island because there's toilets there. Regular toilets. And we're going to fill up the poop tank real fast with eight people. Mm-hmm. And um, just filling up the water tanks and showering and the whole shower thing. Mm -hmm. I thought going to the island would be better. But instead, we're going to be like eight of us on a boat. (laughs) Anyway, so in wrapping up our year, in wrapping up this podcast episode, I think it was mostly good. Like if I were to write out the list of... You know, our adventures, the time we've had as a family, um, you know, just the things we've done on the boat to, you know, so what your toilet paper goes in the trash and not the toilet. Like, I don't know if that makes it so that you don't live on a boat, at least for us. Maybe some people are that that's like the breaking point or washing machine. (laughs) (laughs) But when you are out on the water or when I wanted to go paddleboarding Sunday and I'm like, you know, having my coffee and all of a sudden I'm like, hey, throw the paddleboard down. I'm going in. And I just hop on to go on an adventure. Those moments make me realize like the little stuff that kind of bothers me <laughs> about the boat that I have to, that just changes how you live. Um, they don't compare to the, it doesn't maybe, to, to the beauty that you get to experience, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, or the I, sound of the water hitting the boat, you know, or when we rock a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I think that one of the things that I had described at the very, very beginning, once we really started living on the boat and started talking about it, was boat life is harder. There's no question. 
the walks are longer to get to the docks. You're going to be, especially going into the rainy season. Right, that part's groceries. a little tougher. Right, right. The the whole toilet system is a little harder. It's a little inconvenient. The electrical system and the limitations, little water. inconvenient. Um, right, the lack of water or you know having to refill tanks. All of that is more work, but it seems to me that it's worth the beauty. Well, and somebody reminded me the other day, we don't have yard work. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> are some trade-offs <laughs> right we also don't have that that is true that's like, very true yeah. and we don't have as many boat chores because we are in a boathouse right the exterior right. doesn't need to be you know we're not constantly scraping Although, off bird poop and all that true there's no bird poop but the smoke we had this last week there is yeah a sure we'll have film to. that we need to probably wash off right and there's nothing you can do about needing to take it out and do the bottom at some point right right that's that is our yard work, but that's only like once every few years. So if you're doing yard work once every few years, it's not a bad <laughs> it's gig. not too bad. <laughs> so. So you'd keep doing this? Yeah. You want to keep doing know, this with me? I know that we've, again, we've talked about, but let's go do it in the Bahamas or let's go do this someplace else. And I'm, I've never said, let's go do this in the Bahamas. So that's you. I said me. You said, okay. I said, to you, let's okay. go do this in the Bahamas. <laughs> um, I don't know. This is still a pretty good gig where we're at. Yeah. And this is where we are because this is where our kids are too right now mm-hmm. and where we are in life. And I'm good. But ask me next week. I'll probably change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, by the way, we podcast every other week because we need Kendra to have time to reset now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you never know where I'll be. <laughs> I might uh, be in Alaska next week. Although, oh, I think we should go to Alaska next summer. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I think that that's the the thing that we'll spend the winter planning out. Yeah, is our route and how long it'll take. Mm-hmm. And I guess, Lord willing, we all have jobs or don't have jobs <laughs> to allow us right. to take time off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who we'll knows what tomorrow out. brings? One day at a time. We'll figure it out. We're pretty good at that, I think. I think so, too. I love you. I love you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, Make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week.